Welcome to the Space for Magic podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to receiving all the gifts the universe has for us. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive coach. Using a blend of common sense, brain science, and just a dash of magic, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hello there and welcome to this episode of the Space for Magic podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lennon, and today I am here to say goodbye, but not for very long. I am heading out. By the time this episode drops, I will be out on sabbatical. It was a decision I made just a couple of weeks ago to take the month of December off. And what I wanted to share with you today was the reasons that that led me to make that decision. So hopefully, if you are missing some of the warning signs that you need some space, that you don't wait as long as I do. I've prided myself on resting. It's probably the biggest cornerstone to making space for magic that I've ever professed. And in fact, So many people that have read Make Space for Magic, my new book, have shared that the big message they got out of it was they needed to give themselves some downtime, that they needed to give themselves some space, some rest. And yet I find myself back at the beginning learning the lesson all over again. Now, the truth is I have learned how to build in time, downtime time to recover my energy and spend time with friends and family and with my husband and give my kids attention in a way that still feel balanced still feels balanced for me but what i found probably about 6 weeks ago was a pain that started emanating from the center of my body not a physical pain but a psychic pain or a soul pain And um, it felt very similar to grief. And I think there is a bunch of grief mixed in with it. But it was something much more expansive, much, much more pervasive. And as I talked to one of my mentors, um, she named it as existential. And I've sort of always brushed off that existential angst kind of triteness that's also that's generally uh, positioned in a lot of middle-age, coming-of-age movies and media. But I think to a certain extent, that may be a little bit of what I'm experiencing. I just turned 50 and just a few months ago, and this feeling started creeping up right around that time. Now, I don't think it's necessarily because I turned 50. I was quite excited about that milestone But I do think a part of it is understanding that the next stage of my life is starting. And and that means something different for everyone. Um, My kids are still at home, so it's not that I'm an empty nester per se, but they need me a lot less. But at the end of the day, I think the real reason I need to take this time off is because this year was a year where I birthed a lot of things. I birthed a book and an Oracle card deck and a new membership. And that's a lot of creative birthing to happen in a single year. You know, in my mind, 
the land had laid fallow for for most of 2020 and i you know i thought i was okay creating at the pace that i was creating but i've reached a point where i realize i need some time off and that same mentor that gave me the word existential to what i was feeling also said you know it would be normal to need a sabbatical after creating so much. And it was when she gave it that word, the word sabbatical, that I was able to suddenly embrace what I needed in a different way because I couldn't quite put my finger on what I was craving, what I was needing, but that seemed to sum it up well. Now I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the symptoms that led to this. And I think part of them are just the time that we're in. We are in a five year. We talked about this at the very beginning of the year. If you go back to the first, I want to say the first podcast of the year here at the Space for Magic podcast, we had um, someone on to talk about numerology and the meaning of numbers. And, you know, this was a five year 2021. If you add up two, zero, two, one, you come out to five. So we were in a five year which is a year of change, right? It's also a year of change meant to birth a new age for us. And next year, 2022 is a six year. Two plus zero plus two plus two is six. And six is about harmony, right? And this change that we've all been going through as a humanity, as a species, is meant to take us to a threshold. But then to cross over the threshold is something different, right? And to, to make a conscious choice of what we're stepping into and, and what will bring us the most harmony. I think that's what we're all being asked to do. And in fact, my guest that I'm going to be interviewing pretty soon that her interview will be out the last week of this year. We're going to be talking about that, about what this threshold means and what it means to release who you were in favor for who you're becoming. And that's what I believe part of the sabbatical is, is to see what is falling away. Because I really believe the existential grief that's coming up is about letting go of parts of myself, parts of myself that have used up their time on this planet, that have served me, have served my work well, but are no longer a part of who I'm becoming. And, um, you know, there are parts of me that I held close to my heart that defined me that maybe aren't going to define me going forward. I don't know. I think I need some downtime to figure it out. And the symptoms that, you know, arose that led me to this place was at first, it was this deep ache you know, that really I couldn't place. It felt, the grief felt as deep as I felt after both my parents died. And I do think some of this is mourning them at a different level, you know, mourning them at a deeper level. My friend Lynn Trotta, who I've had here before, messaged me one day and she said, I think I may understand a bit of what you're going through. I wonder if you're missing having elders in your life. And that was really helpful for me because she's right. I miss having my elders, right? In other communities, not this Western society we live in, but in more 
indigenous and truer to how people have evolved in those societies elders aren't just the the older people in your family that hold the wisdom of your family the the community has elders and i don't have any right now and so there may be a piece of that of just mourning the loss of having that group of people in my life and you know to mourn them it means that then i can make space for something else right because with every death is is a birth and so there was this this deep grief that created this hollow place inside of me and then what i started to see was my ability to give people the benefit of the doubt started to really shrink significantly and more recently my ability to naturally lean into kindness started to disappear i almost am white knuckling kindness at this point giving people the benefit of the doubt takes like willpower and it didn't used to when that starts to happen or if it's been happening for a while it means that you have not given yourself enough time and space now i do know that it is quite a privilege to be able to take a month off from working from creating and and you may not have that privilege and so i'm not suggesting it's as easy as as i made it sound but i will tell you that prior to making that decision i mean literally minutes before as i was still wrestling with whether i could do this i felt an incredible amount of fear a credible amount of is this okay and then as soon as i made the decision i felt an incredible amount of freedom that the slate was cleared and that i can write a new story and what i realized is the minutes leading up and the days leading up to this final decision to do this and i share this because you may be you may be convincing yourself you can't take time off when in fact it's really something different is i realize that if i let go and i don't control and i don't create and i don't keep managing there are things that are just going to fall away and there is a possibility that everything i've created is going to fall away it's a possibility that in 2022 i discover there is no future for the receiving school maybe space for magic is a creation that ends in 2021 maybe all of the things that i have invested so much time and energy and love things that i believe in and that i'm proud of and that have meaning for me it's possible that they do not take come with me into 2022 and and i think my mind knew that and that is why it kept convincing me i could not take this time off and i say that to you only because that may be something you find for yourself i found that in this year i became aware that friendships i had invested in big ways were no longer i'm still not even 100% sure if those friendships existed the way i believe they existed or did i live with a sense of illusion about them i'm i have no idea i i have a feeling it's just that we've all changed so much this year that for many of us you know it's 
just the gap between the direction we're changing in that we're starting to recognize. Because I know I'm not alone in this relationships ending. And yet it's up till this point in this podcast, it sounds dark and sad and I don't know, not hopeful, but yet it is. I have so much hope. The last time I was on a threshold of letting go of everything and jumping into something else was just a few years ago. But it was in the midst of, you know, the mourning the loss of my father and the new was something I was told was coming, right? My spirit guide said, you will no longer be a business coach. You are stepping into this new space. And it has taken me on a journey that has been so exciting. But this time, they're not giving me any hints of what's coming. But what they are giving me is breath. That when I lean into letting go of everything and letting it decide, you know, that letting it decide if it it flies into 2022 and, and lives and grows more. When I feel into that energy, I just, every cell in my body feels more alive. It's scary. You know, it is that jumping off a cliff and trusting that you have wings that you don't know you have yet. And so the spirit guides and angels that I work with have been somewhat quiet on what is coming but have made it clear to me that what is on the horizon is exciting and it's exhilarating and it is meant to be. And I have found that they've been much closer at hand and the signs have been clearer. I was worrying about something with one of my children and a song came on the radio, not three seconds later, and the lyrics were, if it's meant to be, it'll be. And then the lyrics went on from there and had a very specific tie to what I had been worrying about. It was fascinating. And every time I've wondered if my angels are close or I've asked them to be close to help me feel safe, I will hear bells almost within a minute or two. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's been so long since I've had such bold signs that have brought me so much comfort. I would say it's been since, you know, the year after my mother died, that's when I was seeing signs like this. But I'm also wondering if maybe it's that in absence of any other guarantees and sureties, the signs just feel more powerful. I don't know. And so um, I have already recorded the next two podcasts. So you will have podcasts here, interviews that I've done actually before I've left on this sabbatical, but when I return, I will have new ideas, new information, new understandings. I know this. I know so much new is coming. And what I would like to offer you is check in with yourself. Check in with yourself and get honest about what you need, whether you can give it to yourself or not. Just don't hide from your own truth. Allow yourself to know what you know about yourself. And don't manage it and change it, even if it means you can't have everything you desire right now. At least honor that you have those desires. About a week ago, I started a process. I found that there was this noise in my head. It just felt like voices, not the crazy kind, but almost the way that I know when someone's loved one is trying to 
communicate with them through me. I will sense their voice. So when I'm working with clients one-on-one, I let a boundary, a veil down between me and the other side where their spirit guides, their loved ones can come through. But when I'm just walking through my regular days, I keep this barrier up, right? It's a way of me offering privacy to the people around me, but it's also just a way of managing my own energy. But sometimes a loved one will really need a message to go to someone and they will push through that boundary. And at first it just starts as like an energy, like an inkling of a conversation. And then I'll understand that they're trying to talk through me to someone else. And if I open myself up, I can hear what they have to say. It was almost like that, except it was coming from within me as opposed to from the other side of the veil. And I suddenly realized it was just pieces of myself that were trying to be heard. And so I sat down with a piece of paper and a pen. I just said, okay, I'm listening. And all of this conversation came out of me. And it was mostly an a teenage version of myself that was sort of the spokesperson for all these parts. But she just said, you are so annoying. You never slow down. You never stop. There's always a deadline. And I realized that's the challenge is although I've learned how to rest for this whole year, I have not had really any break where I didn't have a looming deadline. And actually it's been a few years since I didn't have a looming deadline ahead of me, where there was nothing required of me on the other side of rest. And that's really what I'm craving. And each day I have sat down and said and written out, and I offer this to you as an exercise, dear me, I'm listening. And all I do is write what comes through. I don't question it. I don't feed the conversation. I just sit there and listen. And what's come through is just these this amazing part of me that I've lost track of, the rebel, the risk taker, a part of me that I don't know that I've had real close access to since my 20s, maybe a little bit when I left my job and started my coaching business, but the kids were little and there was so much required of me as a mom that I'm not sure I was ever fully like that, but I'm feeling that part of me come alive again. And I bet you there's parts of you you've locked away that if you just set five or 10 minutes aside to listen, we'll have a lot to tell you. We'll have much to inform you. So that is my wish for you. Connect to that voice, not the voice necessarily of your soul or your spirit guides, even just the voice of all of you and see what she has to say or he or they have to say. Allow them their story and you will be amazed to find out both what you need, and also how simple it may really be. I send you so much love. Like I said, there'll be a few more podcasts out this year, but those are pre-recorded. And when I return in the new year, I will have lots to share. I send you my love. I send you wishes for a beautiful holiday season and for all your wishes to come true. Make space for magic. Hey, thanks for listening. If you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this episode with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review at your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you have to say about what I've shared. I'm cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. And don't forget, always create space for magic.
This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.